there and welcome back to take one the podcast that brings you just one mighty page of talmud every day and in today's page nazir 52 you know it kicks things off with a bang have a listen rav yuda from discarda said come and hear the following halachic midrash concerning the ritual impurity of creeping animals the verse states whoever touches them when they are dead, shall be impure, Leviticus 11.31. One might have thought this halacha applies only to all of them, i.e. to complete creatures. Therefore, the verse states, And upon whatever any of them, when they are dead, fall, it shall be impure. Which indicates that the part of these creatures also imparts impurity. And which creatures are these, you may wonder? Well, if you go back to Leviticus and read, you will see that the following animals have been singled out. The mole, the mouse, great lizards of every variety, the gecko, the land crocodile, the lizard, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. Really? Lizards, I totally get. Chameleons, sure, whatever. But the crocodile really made me stop in my tracks, because how often is it that you get to, you know, stumble across a crocodile. And so I figured out, I will call someone uh, who has made very good life choices, departed to Florida, and now has the opportunity to actually come across those great land crocodiles and even photograph them. He is an artist. You can find his work on Instagram. But more importantly, or more sacredly, or more blessedly, he is a Jewish communal professional with JNF Mark Weiss, straight out of Florida. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's uh, an interesting experience moving from New York, where I was born and raised, and never had exposure to such creatures as crocodiles, alligators, and various other forms of wildlife that are quite common down here in South Florida. And it's interesting because... American alligators, which are predominant down here, are only actually found in the southern United States and in China. For some reason, somehow, perhaps during the Pangaea, these creatures were together, and then now they're only found in these two locations. And one of the other interesting little tidbits is down here in South Florida is the only place in the world where there are both alligators and crocodiles. They're two different members of the same kind of family. So it's interesting how the Talmud specifies crocodiles, which are native to Africa and Asia and would be common in the biblical lands, but are not as common here. But this is one place, South Florida, where they actually are both in common. So first of all, for, for the edification of the you know, hopelessly ignorant people like myself who kind of know that there is a difference between these two species, but, but couldn't pick one, you know, from a lineup if my life depended on it. Uh, what, what's the difference between the alligator and the crocodile? Uh, the alligator has a rounder nose. The crocodile has a more pointy nose. And the way their teeth are located, alligator's teeth are on the outside of their mouths, I believe, and crocodiles are on the inside. You know, neither of them do you want to find in your driveway, though. Yeah, I was about to say, if you're already in the situation where you have to look at the teeth to know which is which, you're really not paying a lot of attention. So, so let me ask you this. New York, born and raised... 
here we are walking around, you know, Queens, Bronx, Upper West Side, Brooklyn. And all of a sudden, you're down south and you're looking at these animals. What is the first impression, the first kind of guttural impression that you have when you come face to face with the mighty... And sorry to interrupt. It's a Jurassic Park moment. It's like you're walking amongst the dinosaurs. You know, these are creatures that have evolved for and I, I, I could you know check the facts on this, but probably fifty million years, and they are as common here as pigeons would be in New York. You have to presume that every body of fresh water in Florida has an alligator in it. <laughs> they're just that common and they sun themselves and they're out there. And uh, it's just so fascinating to see that these ferocious animals can be so docile and just so common. I think the the estimates are that there's a million plus alligators in the state of Florida, Florida and Louisiana have the most alligators. One for every retired Jew. So tell me, you know, here's today's stuff telling us very specifically these animals are impure, and, and I'm not even looking at it now kind of, you know, uh, halachically, although that raises a lot of great questions. But I think it's also kind of a reminder of like, yeah, that's an animal you actually see, which, you know, may be as common as lizards, which to us living out east is, you know, kind of a fantastic thought to you down south in Florida. This is a very real reality. So how do you learn to live with this impure, quote-unquote, beast in your midst? How do you learn to live with this menacing creature, which can be docile, but can also eat you. Uh, uh, the, the key is to be aware of your surroundings and remember that they've been here for, again, you know, millions of years and humans are recent tenants of, of this land. Uh, Native Americans have certainly been here longer than Europeans, but even they have not been here nearly as long as the animals. I can only imagine uh, when the first Native Americans, the Seminoles or whomever were the first to encounter these animals, what they thought of them. But the key is, you know, with any creature that's living out in the wild and we're usurping their territory every day, we're encroaching upon their native habitat to just be aware of the surroundings and uh, not tempt fate. Well, and I think the rabbis in today's stuff really gave very good advice. They asked, like, what, what part of this animal is impure? And said, if you touch even a lentil bulk, the size of a small lentil of this animal, it's as if you've touched the entire animal, which I take as yes. a very wise warning. Don't touch even a tiny little part of a crocodile. That is wise advice, for sure. Mark Weiss, thank you so, so much for being our guest. Stay warm and stay safe. And you as well. Be well. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One merch, t-shirts, mugs, and other great stuff at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scarmucha, and Mark Oppenheimer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. 
You could find us on Twitter at TakeOne.Fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. Thank you.